This is your last chance to enter the Ohio Lottery's Fun Turns 50 promotion. Score $3,500 in two tickets to the epic party at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, where you could win part of another $400,000 in cash prizes. Enter the new 50th anniversary scratch-off or $50 worth of eligible non-winning $5 or $10 scratch-offs and my lotto rewards through the Ohio Lottery app. Hurry up. The last entry deadline is May 13th. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Your teen requested a ride, but this time not from you. It's through their Uber teen account. You drive your teenager around a lot to their friend Jacob's house, their other friend Jake's house, to James's, to Jaden's, to Jalen's, to... Uh, Mom? This is Jake's house, not Jacob's. Now with an Uber teen account, your teen can request a ride under your supervision. They'll ride with a highly rated driver, and with live trip tracking, you'll follow along the whole ride to their friends' houses that all sound the same. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. Bye, Mom. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for listening. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pun. Get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. There are plenty of different designs available, so there is guaranteed to be something you love. To show your love of Dum Dums and Dice, go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B. D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back. Redbubble.com slash people slash dice. Get your merchandise today. All art supplied by the brilliant decapitated markers. Welcome to One Shots, a Dumb Dumbs and Dice podcast where professional voiceover actors and improvisers tackle one-shot stories created in a variety of hit RPGs. I'm your host, DJ One Shot, and I'm here to welcome you back to Avernus. This arc is going to feature our DM, Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Werner Ragnarok, Tyler Hewitt as Hambone, and Laura Elizabeth as the murder grandma, Maud Buggins. 
Having defeated two hell bikes and a hell car, our heroes are even more varnished up than before. Varner showed off how deadly the lightning powers the Night Hag gave him are, Maud struggled to keep her flamethrower in the game, and Hambone established he doesn't know what a scarf is. Can our heroes survive a war on wheels with a necromancer? Nobody knows cause it's one shot! <laughs> Avernus Edition! From across the horizon, there was a goblin. A goblin wearing goggles. A goblin with a slightly smelly kerchief wrapped around his slightly smelly face. With the wings of a bat at the ears of his head, he grips the wheel with <laughs> practiced precision. <laughs> that metaphor! <laughs> Steps his tiny what foot down. The wings of a bat at the ears of his head is like so good. You're welcome. And across the desert. What about his legs, Tom? Describe his legs. God damn it, they're so long and majestic. They are the pressing... long of his legs and the hips yeah. of his body. They are pressing a pedal he could not otherwise reach. Um, and though normally he, he slaps his way to victory, this time... This time he fucking burns metal to victory. Uh, so, Hambone, you are driving a car, uh, thinking about the ears of your head. Um, <laughs> Tom and I are literally professional writing <laughs> teachers. <laughs> yep, I stand by it. Um, and uh, you're, uh, you've got kind of the, uh, the wind kind of whipping past your face, uh, just blowing those ears uh, in all kinds of silly directions. Uh, and weirdly, I think for, for someone who has never driven a vehicle, this is like... Oddly, kind of great for you. Oh yeah, uh, in that it's it's sort of a different rhythm, <laughs> the rhythm of Mota. <laughs> um, so uh, you're hauling ass uh, across the desert uh, again. Your vehicle's a little bit more heavy metal than it was previously, uh, having been re-equipped uh, after your uh, battle with uh, the <laughs> the very memorable the, the fl and the flaming pigman, incredibly yes. well fleshed out um, pigman. Uh, Raga Draga? Raga yeah, yeah. Draga. I did not write that name down. It's okay. Neither did I. I got a book with it in it. hoo <laughs> So um, having defeated Raga Draga and, and re-equipped uh, your battle wagon, um, you are making your way downtown, walking fast, <laughs> faces fast, and you're homebound. Um, yep. Mom spaghetti. <laughs> so... <laughs> Same Meanwhile, song. Yes. Same song. <laughs> uh, and Billy Eilish won't know either of them. Um, so... Um, Maud, you're up top. Uh, the flamethrower is now, of course, uh, fixed. Uh, you're just yeah. kind of chilling up behind it. Um, I like to think that uh, Maud's probably in a pretty relaxed position up here. Uh, there's something... It, it's kind of like... Uh, uh, <laughs> I love the Brendan Fraser mummy movie. Mm. Uh, it's a shame uh -huh. they never made sequels. But in that, that the <laughs> one they made... Uh, when they finally get uh, the member of like the hereditary guard who's been guarding the mummy, and like it's him and I think like Jonathan, the the like scared brother, uh -huh. on an airplane, and Jonathan's like, "Oh, we're gonna die!" And he's just like, "Yeah!" <laughs> uh, I think that's kind of you. You're just having the time of your life up here. It's actually like real cool because a you know it's a machine of ultimate destruction. Mm -hmm. B you get to control part of that destruction. Mm -hmm. um, and C uh, weirdly. You think you're actually en route to saving those people that you you feel like you need to save. Yes. Ultimately, if you can save Eltrell, this is really going to balance mod scale. Mm -hmm. And you get to have fun along the way. So I think like feed up. Um, what do you think mod does in her downtime? I think you mentioned you knit. So are you like possibly knitting behind the uh, the flame cannon? Um, if I'm if I'm knitting, it's it's like 
I like to think I knit with like thin strings of like metal that I've hammered out. Sure, I've done that. Like, yeah, literally, that's my chainmail. <laughs> so you're knitting chainmail. <laughs> yeah, it's all metal. I, yeah, I like it's to. It's all metal. She's that strong. Weirdly, though. the funniest part for me of that is is the sound that must make. Oh god! It's just like that's your zen space. For everyone else, it's it's a nightmare. What what tune do you think Maud is humming? Um, ooh, it's, I just have freaking Vanessa Carlton stuck in my head. Thanks <laughs> for welcome. that, Tom. That's not what she would be humming, Honestly, though. that's just a gift from me to you on any yeah. occasion. Um, I think it's kind of like, um, it's, it's like emotional, like metal. Like it's not really metal. It's just like. So did you just full term emo metal? Yeah. Emotional <laughs> is that what metal. That is? My God. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I got a couple bands for you. <laughs> well, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that was Mod's like a genre. Old, so though, so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's yeah. humming "Lip Gloss and Black" by Atreyu. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I need to have my back. Uh, great. So just imagine that tune, those of you at home. Or Vanessa Carlton. Whichever you want, Ryan. Werner is having the opposite experience. Um, I think being in something that moves this fast seems stupid to you. Legs are made oh, for walking. Oh, 100%. This is, this is just a way to let dumber things kill you faster. Um, so what do you, what do you imagine uh, Werner it, like, looks like right now as we kind of create our, finish our great mental picture of this, this wagon of death rolling across the, the wastes? I feel like he's just like unhappy old man at a nightclub where he's like arms crossed, just kind of like grumpy face. Like his shoulders are up and he, he's like raised his collar as though it will stop the sand from hitting him in the face, even though it won't. Cause he's not equipped for this and he's just not liking so it. So it's just like pure, like sand to mouth pout. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's full like Landau. You know, like he's going to own it. <laughs> okay. Amazing. So the handbone mobile, uh, with all of those images of mine, uh, is tearing across the, the landscape. Um, and Lulu, I think, is hanging out with Maud, uh, just passing you, like, metal strips. Cool. But she's kind of bad at it. It's a little bit like uh, all the, the teaching sequences in a garage where someone's like, pass me that wrench, and they hand them the wrong wrench. They're like, oh, we're going to bond over this. <laughs> this is a hammer. <laughs> you're yeah. very bad at this. Lulu just is like, how about this one? And you're like, that's an arm bone. Yeah. She's like, oops, uh, I'm an elephant. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, you're tearing across the landscape, um, and uh, sort of on the horizon, um, Hambone, as you sort of squint through your your goggles, um, you can see um, just kind of out of the out of the, the sort of fog and the haze, um, what seems to be kind of like a, a line of of metal trees, um, and at distance you can't really tell what they are, but it it like it almost looks like telephone poles, like it's hard to tell from this distance, um, but also uh, up just above that you can see um, a, a hill beginning to rise. Uh, that you assume is your destination, um, Haraman's Hill. Uh, the sky above it is a bit redder than usual. Um, I think it's worth remembering that um, the sky of Avernus, like generally Avernus exists in, in sepia tones and red. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> imagine kind of a um, a cloudy sky if you inverted the colors to be weird in sepia. But above this hill, there seems to be almost a swirling mist of like crimson uh, in the sky. Oh. Very um, red. Yeah, there. yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, still drifting in and out through through what could be cloud, um, but yeah, almost uh, almost a soar on the sky over over top of this. Nasty. Hmm. Um, 
And uh, yeah, uh, you are still a ways away, but you're you're rapidly closing distance. Um, and I think this is around the time that like Maud, you would slink your leg back down, and like it's it's definitely, you know, when you can see your destination on the horizon. Um, and also, again, we're still in Avernus, so to either side of you and behind you, you can still in the distance see horrible things. At one point, you see like a giant, um, very like horrific, almost like uh, the fucking. Um, Mind flare in Stranger Things, but if it was made of like weeping flesh, like oh. just crawling <laughs> uh, in the distance, like nowhere near you, but big enough that it's very unsettling. That such Look things. At him crawling like a sane being. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this car. <laughs> Hambone marks um, uh, crawling, seeping wound creature off of his road trip bingo card. <laughs> and uh, how is he doing him. on this road trip bingo? He's not doing. He's not doing too bad. He's almost got a column. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Did he write it or was it in the glove box? It was in the glove box. Uh, and it was blank. So he like, he's, he's legitimately almost won this thing. Um, if we, if we drive past uh, a field of, uh, screaming skulls, I mean, Hey, winner, winner, probably bad dinner, <laughs> probably one out of five stars, but what the hell? <laughs> it's, it's free. Yeah. So there's an Arby's down here? I mean, uh, yeah, if I show this to an Arby's, <laughs> you're like, oh, we have to honor this. <laughs> it came from where we came from. Yeah. Uh, the lake of liquid cheese. We uh, have meat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we need to put an asterisk next to meat. We have shaved sandwich. Uh, so you um, start to get a little bit closer, and as you do so... Um, you start to notice that these uh, these weird metallic trees uh, seem to be moving um, and, and making noises like a headphone hitting a microphone. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, you can see they're, they're almost moving. Uh, and as you get a little bit closer, um, you start to see it's almost like a forest of these things. Like what seemed like a pathway spreads out further and further. And there's, there's a number of these. Um, and there almost seem to be like white vines kind of up and around their base. Um, and you uh, quickly realize that um, whatever these things are, uh, there are people crucified on them. Okay. Um, I will... We'll continue moving towards them, but I will reduce speed just so we don't go rushing into a ambush or a trap or, or combat without getting a consensus from everyone in the car. Are the people alive, Tom? Can we tell? Yeah, yeah they're... they're oh. Like, it's, it's t- difficult to tell from distance, but you can see that they're moving. Like, the, the way I like to think of this is, like, once you get closer, obviously, you'll have a much better vision of this. But at distance, it's kind of like, okay, I can see small metal things in the distance leading up to a hill. Oh, there's a lot more of these things. Oh, there's these weird vines. Why are those things moving? Oh, there's people on those things. Oh, the people on the things are moving. The metal itself is not. <clears throat> Got it. Okay. Um... Do we recognize anyone up there? Uh, so as you kind of um, close distance, now moving a bit slower, yeah. um, you kind of reach the, the edge, um, and uh, you can see there's a, a knight uh, on kind of the, the closest one, uh, and her armor is shredded um, just from um, sort of uh, wear and tear. Um, do you think you can see some uh, livelry of uh, Eltrell? Um, mm. So like the city crest and other things mm. on it. Um, she, however, is uh, almost like a just a, a pale and kind of withered uh, corpse screaming in agony. And there's these little um, steerages that are almost like a cross between a demon and a mosquito. Oh, yeah. Uh, that keep, like, landing on her and seeming to just, like, suck blood out of her face and her arms and anywhere Ooh. that there's uh, exposed flesh. Um, and you can see that uh, it's not like a nail through the hand crucified. It's like a 
uh, big thorny metal thing, I jam you onto it. So half half crucified, oh. half impaled. Let's try to get the night down or ask questions. <laughs> yeah, so, she's from Alterel. Looking around, you can see um, everyone seems to be a knight. Uh, all the people you can see impaled. Um, and there's literally one for each of these things. Uh, all in varying degrees of armor. Um, you'd say all told, there's probably about uh, 50 people. Mm. Um, and uh, the kind of these, for lack of a better term, crucifixes seem to be lining a pathway kind of up the hill. Uh, at the very top of the hill, um, you can see a massive um, metal tree. Uh, it almost looks like, um, I mean, this is mostly from like uh, weird Western stuff, but like the idea of that kind of like hangman's tree that's just the one creepy tree on top of a hill. Okay, yeah. Um, but made of, of uh, like hard uh, black iron, um, all Jesus. spikes. Uh, and at the very top of it, kind of spread out across it, is um, a, a, like a very pale white uh, figure wearing golden armor, long flowing hair, who's been impaled in multiple places, um, who's just kind of groaning against the sky. And you can see he seems to be wearing some kind of amulet. Uh, but he's still a ways away. Like, this is very much a weird path up to a, yeah. up a hill. So here's the question, everyone. I yell over the sound of the inch. Do we just kill the demon that owns these trees? Or do we go and try to free the gold men? In the hope it can free the rest. Well, I, I think, I mean, the gold man's got an amulet, right? Okay, Is Mod, that Harriman? Mod says we should steal the amulet from the crucified <laughs> that's men. Not, that's not what I said. Okay, I extrapolated, <laughs> but it's also a good plan. Uh, yeah, okay, let's start with him and then we can work our way back. Maybe if we need talk to. to him while we're stealing it. Okay, we're gonna mix plans, but him won't get us to the tree. Uh, okay, and I <clears throat> rev the engine and start driving up. Do you like uh, drive up like you're going up someone's driveway? So it's that, that weird like cruising speed, or do you just like haul ass? No driveway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. So just kind of like awkwardly like someone's seatbelt alarm. Going, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yes, as you pass, um, these that was things, it slowing down. <laughs> it's got some squeaky <laughs> brakes. Well, uh, I was thinking of like this. Mm-hmm, fuck it. <laughs> I thought it was a gate opening. You did a good fact. It just could have been numerous things. It was like that squeaky sound when the car's like pulling oh, in yeah. and stopping. I can. You know. I know exactly what you're talking know. about. So uh, it's an Guys. extraordinarily specific. I mean, it's no ears on the side of a head, but I'll take it. I can't support you more than this. So if this isn't doing it for you, then I'm sorry. But, but I, I know what you're referring to. Laura's got the sounds of the car coming out of the mouth of her head. So you know what I Coming into the ears of our heads? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fully work provided by the cast. Um, okay, wicked. So um, as, as you roll up squeakily, I guess, uh, just knocking open so many gates um, that are just like already slightly open to make that specific noise, um, you can see uh, some of these things almost uh, that, that are impaled seem pure pink until you drive past them and then steerages just burst off them. It really is like when flies cover something, mm. uh, flapping their four wings and, and just um, sucking blood. Um you uh, kind of try and tune out the, the screams of agony you hear as you go. Um, they aren't like fresh. <laughs> this is horrible. They aren't fresh screams. These are very much like, I've been here for a while. This is all I got left, but also I got to keep screaming screams. Um, like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, actually. <laughs> no, they're like, <laughs> um, 
So you you can hear them opening their throats. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, all, they all have tiny armored gates on their mouths. Uh, so they reach you reach the um, uh, sort of the the you're part of the way up the hill, uh, and you actually have to like disembark from the vehicle. Um, the uh, the sort of golden man with uh, sort of his long golden hair and armor um, seems to be positioned weirdly, um, almost facing the sky. So whereas everyone else is very much kind of jammed on these things, kind of however would best suit. Um, he's clearly angled a certain way. Um, and, uh, as, uh, as you approach, do you, are you like sneaking up? Are you walking up? What's, what's the plan? Hambone's just walking up. I'm going to sneak between the trees, but also like a slow old man. <laughs> like he's <laughs> shuffling, but he's got enough dust on his coat that and, he can be sneaky. Yeah. And I've got like my hammer out and like, I'm kind of like backing, I'm taking up the rear and I'm just kind of like backing in with those guys, just making sure there's no like... Demons or shit coming out. You know us. what? And then I see Hambone, and I realize he's being kind of stupid. So I want to cast a spell, Tom. I have a, a level two <laughs> spell called Pass Without Trace. Oh yeah. Ooh. So uh, a veil of shadows and silence radiates from me. So for the duration, each creature I choose within thirty feet of me, including me, has plus ten to stealth and can't be tracked except by magic. We also leave no tracks or traces. Oh damn! It's part of my so spooky <laughs> ranger skills. So that's just a, that's just a carny ability. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be gone in the morning. Um, okay, wicked. Your teen requested a ride, but this time not from you. It's through their Uber Teen account. You drive your teenager around a lot to their friend Jacob's house, their other friend Jake's house, to James's, to Jaden's, to Jalen's, to. Oh, uh, mom! This is Jake's house, not Jacob's. Now with an Uber Teen account, your teen can request a ride under your supervision. They'll ride with a highly rated driver, and with live trip tracking, you'll follow along the whole ride to their friends' houses that all sound the same. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. Bye, mom. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Needless to say, you don't play favorites. But every family has a natural unspoken hierarchy. Longest legs up front, shortest kid in the way back. And the one with the best attitude, right smack dab in the middle. Sorry, buddy. The first-ever Lexus TX is a three-row SUV where everybody wins. With loads of elbow room, cargo room, and leg room. For everyone, no matter where they sit. This is a new era of three-row luxury. The Lexus TX. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. This episode is brought to you by Captain Morgan Sliced. Since the dawn of bread, people have known the truth. Sliced is better. That's why new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors. Pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan & Co., Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus only. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Tyler Hewitt, just coming at you with a little special offer for you. You know, if you're a fan of uh, what we're doing here on the show, then we have, to borrow a phrase from Jerry Holkins, a patron-oriented experience tailored just for you. If you go to patreon.com slash dice. You can sign up and get a bunch of special features that we're not really going to make available to anyone else, so do that. Now. Well, not right now, but, you know. 
So can you guys go ahead and roll me stealth checks then, please? <laughs> with, totally. With that massive bonus. Oh, do I have that too? That's just a handful. That's for all three of us. Yeah. Oh, okay. So wait, what's him? the bonus? And it t- plus 10 to stealth on top of your existing Fuck. stealth. Um, oh, okay. Like Lulu rolled uh, badly, but she rolled very well based on that. 34 for Ma. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, the sneakiest barbarian in the world. Nuts. I know, she's really sneaky. I'm a 38. God damn it. All right, how about you, Hambo? Oh, how Hambo. well did you succeed? He's less sneaky at a 23. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all right. Uh, Lulu only rolled a 10, so she's only a 20 in stealth. <laughs> Fuck. Also, uh, interesting fact, because I'm very good at traveling in hell, we can't become lost except by magical means, and we're always alert. I'm, <laughs> I'm always alert to danger, even while doing other activities. <laughs> If I can move stealthily at a normal pace. (laughs) Smash cut back to you and I discussing what your favorite terrain could be. Just like, it's kind of like a desert, right? I'm like, no, just make it hell. You've been here long enough thinking, these idiots, they're never going to have to roll a survival check. Smash cut to now. Fuck! Uh, Okay, cool. Uh, All right. Well, shit. (sighs) When will I learn? When will I learn? Not today, Satan. Um, Okay, so um, at one point as you're walking... um, uh, Maud, like a, a, a scrap of metal falls out of your pocket. Um, but as it hits the ground, it just turns to dust because you leave no trace. <laughs> um, yeah. And um, uh, the three of you and Lulu are able to make your way up to the base of uh, this <laughs> one tree metal hill. Um, and uh, as you do so, um, Lulu looks up at the, uh, the impaled elf uh, and she goes, wait, I... I, I know him. I I think yes, it's it, it's Kithar Runebane. Huh? Uh, Kithar Runeblade. Sorry, I, th- I said Bane, but I, I misread it from my memories. Um, <laughs> Kithar Ru- Runeblade. He was he was one of the Hell Riders. I remember he he abandoned us. And then she looks back at the impaled uh, knights behind you, and she goes, "They all abandoned us." Well, that's not very nice at all. I don't think I remember liking these guys too much. Uh, and then she like looks like she's going to tell them off, but then looks around and you're all being quiet. And she's like, oh, rat, stealth. Sorry, I only got a 20. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he still hasn't really paid any attention to you. He's he's just kind of like rolling. His eyes are lolling in his head as he stares to the sky, kind of up at the, the big red swirling mist. Okay. Well, I will, uh, I'll fly up there at five feet per turn with my... <laughs> My wing ears. <laughs> we'll wait it out down below. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody smoke them if you got them. Hambone's going to take the rest of the game. We're going to do this in real time. So enjoy silence. Uh, okay. Yeah. Fuck it. Sure. That's a good use of that. I can't really see what else you could possibly use it for. So, I mean, I guess I could climb the tree. No, but... no, Tyler. This is much better. Let's do this. Uh, you. <laughs> it's probably faster, honestly. Uh, okay, so here's a question <laughs> that you probably don't have an answer yet, but I really want to hear it. How do you fly? Is it like Magneto, where you just like raise your arms out to the side and then you just hover your way up? Or no, like there's what's... there's that one specific way of like comic book superhero flying, where so you've got one fist tucked in close to your chest and the other one is straight out ahead in the direction <laughs> you're flying. One knee is raised and the other leg is just straight behind you. Uh, and it's just very slowly ascending. Oh, and if he gets outside of 30 <laughs> feet of me, he is outside of my ability to make him stealthy. So he just becomes but, himself in the air. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so you very quietly Superman your way up the tree. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Everybody take a break. 
Okay, take a break. Yeah, he has to like he's got that quick inhale where the ears stop, and then he has to squeeze his whole body and he flaps five more feet and then Yeah, every time he he drops drops like a couple feet, he just like kicks off another thing. Uh, and so on and so forth. With the longer legs, it actually wasted a turn if you're trying to fly that if you'd been shorter. The first five feet were just jumping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, wicked. So finally uh, you you hover uh, kind of at eye level. Um, and you can see that uh, this uh, this elf's eyes uh, seem to be um, red with kind of a... Uh, they seem to be pure red with kind of a, a black vertical slit um, for pupils. Oh. Um, and uh, you notice that uh, he actually has fangs. Um, and uh, he says, Oh, yes, have you come to look on Kithar, Rune, Blade, and Laugh like the rest? Uh, maybe. What's, what's so funny? Aha, my torment. I am vampire, but even the sun's embrace could not set me free. Oh. Old Kithar Runeblade is me. Oh, okay. Um, Say, so we were thinking maybe if we like let you go, could you help everyone else down off the metal trees? Oh, shit, yes. Please help me. Just just take me off this. That would be ever so lovely. Oh, okay. And, I'll... and Lulu's like, I-, I don't know if I trust him. Uh, what? Last time we were hanging out with him, he kind of took all of his buddies in our hour of need and like shut the door behind him, damning us all to hell and stuff. Uh, check, take Do his... I hear Lulu or is she too stealthy? <laughs> I can, oh, I can, I can... <laughs> fuck me. No, Roll perception no, check. No, because I can voluntarily release her but if she's young. would you think to do that? Because I think if you're all standing down there... I don't know. I'm just thinking like if, if it were me, I would assume... I don't know. Here, here's what I'll do. I'll roll an intelligence check, and I'm not good at intelligence, yeah, so let's you find out. You roll me that. Tyler, you roll me perception. Uh, Maude, you keep it classic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I rolled a, a 17 for intelligence, but it's even. Tyler? 18 for perception. Oof. Uh, yeah, I rolled better than both of those on just fate, so sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, no, you assume, like, you'd have to be stupid not to hear this elephant yelling. Okay, so I don't hear that. No. Also, I think, like, given that you're flapping your ears, I think you're just hearing is yeah. bad right now. Right. I'm using them for flying, not for listening. Yeah. Uh, so I will go about the process of pulling him up off this tree. All right. Um, so <laughs> I, I <laughs> grapple. Can you, yeah, I can grapple you, I was gonna say, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to turn to Mod and be like, be ready for an ambush. I forgot he couldn't hear the elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Stealth is on our side. Ah, oh, shit. Um, so as you start to pull him, it, it is an awkward uh, encounter of like trying to like wrench him off the uh, the spikes. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, thank you so much, kind winged Coblin, you're welcome. Oh, that's nice. I appreciate it. I once asked for mercy before. Like you don't care about this story, but he's just gonna tell I'll it. I'll listen. Yeah, yeah. He's like as best I can with yeah, my wing ears. Once, once you kind of get one arm free, he puts it on on your arm, and he's clearly like exhausted. And he says, "I exposed myself to the sun out of the shame I felt for abandoning my fellow Hell Riders here in Hell." Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> it was bad. I mean. I kind of get, like, hell is probably, like, the most common place for people to lose their resolve, so. Yes, thank you. That's what I thought, too. And I thought, you know, to hell with this. And then I chuckled a bit, and I felt bad. But I escaped. Uh, I, the, the thing I feel bad about, though, is closing the door behind us. That was kind of a dick move. We all regretted that. But then Howerman came for all of us, and, well, 
here we are. And he kind of gestures grandly to all the, uh, the writhing bodies. Oh, we're looking for Hiraman. Oh, what? No, you, you, you don't want to find him. He'll, he'll kill you. He'll put you on one of the trees. I, I threw I threw myself on, on the mercy of a god to, to forgive me. I burned up, showed up down here. He grabbed me and put me on this giant-ass tree. Yeah, but I have wings for ears. So I could just fly away. Suppose you'll be fine then. And then <laughs> as you pull him off, uh, he crumbles to dust in your arms. And the amulet kind of drops from his neck. <laughs> Can I catch the amulet? <laughs> Can I? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Bloop. <laughs> <laughs> and Lulu is like... Bloop. Well, that's more than that some bitch deserved. Oh, well. I guess you're just nice people. Um, and then you hear a buzzing, and out of kind of the branches of the tree, um, 20 sturges descend on you. Roll for initiative. Oh, dear. 15 for Hambone. 8 for Werner. At 22 for Maud. <laughs> Though we're still sneaky. <laughs> 15, 8, 22. Great. And then a secret one for me. All right, so Maud, you're up first. Um, this swarm is descending. So here's the deal with these things. They have very low HP, uh, and there are 20 of them. So as exciting as me taking 20 individual turns for creatures that have 2 HP would be, um, we're going to try and, I think, just treat the swarm as kind of one massive HP. So basically, attack the swarm is one thing. Any uh, basically, however much damage you do, we'll say that's how many sturges you knock. So you're you're chuckling maniacally. Go ahead. I'm gonna go into a rage because, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna I want to use my action to cast intimidating presence, which basically uh, any any creature within thirty feet of me has to make a wisdom saving throw of twelve. So that you choose or any creature? Hmm? That you choose or any creature? Oh, shit. Fuck. It's only one creature. Oh, fuck me. (laughs) That's stupid. Can we cast it on the swarm if it's a one creature? Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) All of you act as one. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You know what? I'm just going to save that for a a better moment. You have chosen Um, wisely. And I'm uh, I'm just going to take my hammer and do a big old swing around. Just kind of in a circle and try to hit sure. um, the two that are two that are closest to me. Yeah. So again, just roll roll to hit the swarm, and then however much HP you deal will be how many you kill. Uh, you so hear a horrible buzzing noise. So ten to hit on the first one. Not good enough. And twenty one to hit on the second hit. Uh, yes, that'll hit. Okay. That's the sound the hammer makes swinging through the air. And that is... The singing hammer of Bod Buggins. (laughs) That's 13 damage. (laughs) All right. So you kill seven. I'll round up. (laughs) Um, So just with a a mighty, like, I think it's literally, like, as you swing the hammer, it's not so much that hitting them with the hammer in the air hurts. It's just you're kind of gathering them up in a ball around (laughs) the hammer, and then you smash it into the ground, and a bunch of them explode. Um, and you're sprayed with the blood of many hell riders, oh. uh, but cool. you you've significantly drained the uh, the numbers on the the swarm. I uh, hope you weren't sentient. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that classic question to ask after a murder. <laughs> hope you weren't innocent. Um, all right, cool. So that was uh, Maud. Next up is the swarm. 
Maud Buggins, you're attacking that swarm. That swarm is going to attack you back. Of course uh, it what is. is your AC? Um, uh, 17. All right. So I'm going to give them advantage because there's a lot of them. Oh, baby. That is Snake Eyes <laughs> on the D20s. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I've never seen that on advantage before ever, I don't think. Uh ouch. Uh okay. Well, uh Maud, uh go ahead and take another fucking attack. I I've I earned it. Um, Christ. Yeah. Are you taking a picture of that? I yes. <laughs> we'll just we'll just do another swing around at these yeah. stupid things that have just like chosen to stand still right in my path. Stupid. They, I mean, admittedly they are buzzing around in a swarm in your path, Sick. but the reason why is they can't see her. She's still a shadowy thing within 30 feet of me. She's full stealth. They're like, we're going to kill. A hammer hits them. There's just ghosts and shit. So those are 15 to 12 to hit. 15, uh, and 15 will hit. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say for flavor's sake, uh, the spraying of the blood and the shadow confusion just meant that like a bunch of them were like, oh, blood. Oh, we already had this blood. And then someone's like, what about the shadow? <laughs> Turns out they are sentient. Sorry. Uh, six damage. Uh, all right. So three more. Fuck. Goodbye, Swarm. <laughs> you beautifully designed villain, you. Um, <laughs> like, we like blood. <laughs> <laughs> We're like vampires, but worse. Um, all right, so there's only 10 <laughs> remaining. Uh, the swarm is now like a buzzing mass, um, which brings us to uh, Hambone. I believe you had 15. Yep. Go ahead. Um, if she's fighting them down there on the ground, are there any near me? Um, for the Up purposes, the of the tree? Uh, yes, I'm going to say there are, I mean, again, I'm treating this as a swarm enemy when technically it isn't. Mm. Uh, so assume there are some near you as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll just thunder wave the ones near me. Well, shit. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> nice. a big shock wave. All right, so they need up. to roll. Constitution save. Uh, they got a beat of 14. Bugs, known for their constitution. Mm. Uh, they do. Nice. Well I think largely because they're they're flying, so getting blasted away, there's kind of like okay. Uh, they don't get blasted <laughs> back, but I think they take half damage. Oh, I would assume so. Uh, a successful creature takes half damage. Okay, so that is two d eight. So that's five, and that's an eight four thirteen. So half of that is seven if rounded up, six if rounded down. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna round down just for the sake of my own brain. That's okay. The I forgot to add three on one of my other <laughs> damages, so cool. it all works out. <laughs> There are four left. It is less a swarm and more people four. you might invite to your home. Four big bugs. <laughs> Werner? Okay, so I'm going to, like, stay where I am, but, like, kneel down to be sneakier. <laughs> it's, a, it's a concentration spell, so I'm going to hang on to that shit and be like, I'm... You are invisible, Werner. <laughs> you are invisible. Uh, and then I'm going to raise stupid and just fire off at these uh, last few monsters sure. I'm, I'm hoping to kebab them like it one through <laughs> into another <laughs> yeah right sure so the first one is uh, 19 to hit yeah all right god can you imagine if it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> i made of metal now yeah. and the second one is a 29 to hit i mean sure <laughs> okie dokie <laughs> so they are doing uh, the first shot is nine damage, and the second one is uh, also nine damage. So 18 damage from Werner. Um, 
<laughs> you managed to nail them because they were blasted back by the the thunder wave. They just happened to be in in a convenient line, uh, and uh, yeah, just um, you you shoot through them. It's a beautiful shot. Like it is, it is a classic like marksman shot. If ever there was one, it brings you no joy because such things are trifles. Uh, but like it looks damn impressive uh, to the two of you. Wow. Um, <laughs> This looks like once in a lifetime for you, but I have lived seven lifetimes. And as the arrow continues to soar through the air, um, you actually see the the sky darken uh, and it starts to almost swirl down towards you in a vortex. And suddenly the arrow and the kebab is split uh, by a massive double-tipped sword, black and red sword, that comes crashing through the sky uh, straight towards you. Uh, Werner, can you roll... Um, a dexterity save at advantage because you're still a shadow. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! It's a, it's like a blast weapon, so it kind of doesn't matter, but like I like it. You are crouching. Uh, twenty two. Twenty two. Okay, wicked. So yeah, you uh, you look up and it's cl- uh, classic like oh shit. Um, you shoulder roll back out of the way and um, just where you were a second before, um, the sword just like smashes into the ground and it does that kind of cool gravity effect thing that happens in like superhero movies. Like a bunch of rocks kind of come up in the air mm. for a second and then crash to the ground. Um, and uh, as quickly as it was there, uh, it is just kind of like pulls back through the air um, to an outstretched hand that seems to be coming out of the cloud. Um, and suddenly you see just a, a, a giant man decked in, in like jet black, like spiky metal as hell, Warhammer 40k chaos armor. Um, and that would be scary enough. Uh, you can see kind of the, the burning coals for eyes and the, the the sword, which kind of like ignites in red light when it reaches his hand. This would all be bad enough. But then the goddamn winged horse comes through, breathing <laughs> fire. Uh, and it was then that the stain met Haroman. Our Vern is One Shot features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Elizabeth at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and of course, our awesome DM is Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker, that's M R K R on Twitter. This show's theme music is Gothic Trip with Thunder Horse by Damiano Baldoni, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J A. HZZAR, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you could join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks for listening. Smash that subscribe button and show your love to One Shots. DJ One Shots out of here. <laughs> Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.